What's going on, people? This is another episode for Stone Cold Gentlemen. Now, before I go on, let me explain how our episodes are going to work for the time being. Stone Cold Gentlemen podcast consists of one or more different hosts sharing their personal opinions individually or together. And putting it on their own little podcast, which will be uploaded on mine as well. So you'll see all the episodes at one, just in case you're not familiar with the others. So as we're beginning this journey, and you'll begin to notice that the increased amount of episodes that are being that are being recorded or presented to you. In the hopes of you getting a feel of what's going on as well as us getting a feel of what we're doing. So people just look forward to a lot of episodes for all of in one week, but until we have a set schedule of when we're going to do it. So with that said, I want to welcome y'all to, again, another episode of Stone Cold Gentlemen. Today, I won't go deep into detail, but... I wanted to explain something concerning basically even my fears or feelings. Um, all my life, I've had this feeling of whether or not I was accepted within myself as well, accepted within the world from family or to friends or even relationships. See, I can honestly admit that I wanted to be like the Joneses. I wanted to be with the cool kids. I wanted to be on the popular echelons from private school on up to college, even to now. I guess you can say that I was not, in a sense, proud of myself. Wow. Embracing the fact that I am different from other people, I tend to fall short of understanding what my differences are. Trying to be something that I'm not because of who or what I am was not feasible for my existence. Granted, yeah, I guess I could be what you say, a typical teenager or a typical adult going to private school and learning the private school way uniforms and, you know, trying to fit in into a culture, which I feel like in time private school is like a set, a set culture. Because everybody has to be within the same type of way, uniforms and, you know, education wise, there was not much to me. It was not much freedom to explore because basically where we at was based off religion. It wasn't until my 11th grade year that I discovered public school 
public school was like a whole new different atmosphere because I never knew that being different was in a sense acceptable, but at the same time was trounced upon. Granted, if I felt like this is just another watered down version of what our private school system is, but on all in all, if you're not sure of yourself or your placement here, they all become the same. So I had a group of friends, um, people who were, you know, who are still are my closest friends because of the different types of things that, that we're interested in. And I learned each friend had a different side of them that makes them different from each other. See, I always felt that he had to be the same in order to fit in. Where I've, in time, I realized that being different was, in a sense, a way of life. And although I believed in it, I still had those fears of what if I'm not this or what if I'm not that. I carried on to college where I felt like I was a fish out of water, but I was getting into so much stuff. You know, I wanted to be again, like one of the big people on campus. So I hung with people who are considered in a sense, big people, good with education, good with the ladies. And all around just good social people. And yet again, I still didn't find my niche. I felt like the dude Monroe from School Days. If anybody's seen School Days, y'all would know who Monroe is. The little black dude with the glasses who looked kind of nerdy. And uh, you would think he wouldn't, he wasn't getting the girls or he just was just there. And that's how I was. I, I wasn't even called Monroe at one point. But as time goes by, as I get older, I tend to mature a little bit. And I'm not going to say I matured a lot. I matured a little bit. And I just wanted to still feel my place. So, you know, I hung again with all different elements. Just trying to find what suits me until I realized that I'm not, I'm different. I'm, I'm really am. I'm different, but yet still yearn to feel that acceptance and love and not be able and be able to make a lot of people proud of what I do. Or feel good about being around me, even myself, because I wasn't even really good with myself. I thought I could do better. I thought I was better. But yet I was never seen. And I could have understood why I was never seen. See, on the outside, I look, I felt like I looked good. I looked sexy. You know. I had I felt I had a draw, but the inside was a mess, a real mess. Because even with my friendships or even into my relationships, 
I just felt like I did not belong. I love my friends. I love the people that I was in relationship with. But at times I felt like I didn't belong with them, with my friends. I didn't belong with my my exes. Because I never presented myself as a strong as a strong presence. Oh yeah, I can love you to death. And all that and yes sir or just try to do a very what every woman wants you wants me to be. But at the end of the day, if the role if the universe was different, these females, those who I was in a relationship with, they wouldn't be with me. They really wouldn't because I'm not the I'm not the type. I always went for people that I'm not going to say my type, but in the world's eyes was not in my lane. And although I try to put it to the sense of I'm just as good as everybody else, deep down in my heart, I felt like I wasn't. And maybe because I didn't believe in looking forward, but I always had this thing of looking into your past, looking into the past and seeing how or who the people was dealing with and then coming down to the why. What was it about me that females really liked? What was it that I was lacking and why? If I lacked all of these things that they're used to, why did they stay? Mm-hmm. Now I can sit here and say that was I good was I a good companion? Yes and no. Although I may have been good, I had my bad moments as well. Where I felt like I was not good enough. And the good that personified in my attitude and my outlook. To the point where I felt like a bitch. I felt like a little, I felt like a little bitch. I wanted to be, I wanted to be what their type was. The big alpha man, the big strong, the strong man, the guy that did anything and everything. You know, just to just to feel more attractive. And even though I had my spell of conceitedness or just feeling like I was a Don, Don Juan and shit, I still did not believe it. So, of course, if you don't believe in something deeply, it will never transcend to something on the outside. So, yeah. I've had a lot of people, a lot of friends who really said they were happy for me when it comes to my relationship. But deep down, laughed and wondered, why am I with this person? I'm not in their lane or I'm just a dopey kid, you know? So in time, I realized that at a point I did feel like a dopey kid. I did feel like I was not good enough regardless of what people tell you. You are good enough. 
I had to look at it like this. How many people tell you a positive thing about yourself, but really end up lying? See, I thrived off of getting that positivity and believing in that positivity. You know, did I wanted to do the things that I didn't? Nah. But it wasn't because <clears throat> out of boredom. It was basically because you just want I just wanted to feel that sense of love and acceptance. Because the love of acceptance at one point that I felt that I had it just didn't feel like because I felt like or I didn't believe I was on that level. There were so many times when I wanted to say what I wanted to say, but could not because I feared the confrontation. I feared the backlash. I just feared, basically feared. You want somebody to stay with you so bad that you, that you were willing to do just about anything. Get rid of your morals, get rid of your your outlook on life. And really people, that's not the way to go. I'm learning. And as all people should learn that when you believe in something, especially deep within, that's your belief. That's what you got to live off of. You can't live off the simple fact of what people tell you. You can't live off of what is out there because what is out there does not necessarily mean that it's for you. I'm learning the hard way. These little lessons. I've had friends who were, who I thought were friends really did not like me. And at the end was not afraid to show it, which was a shock to me. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wow, is this really how the world works? Maybe I am this naive person that everybody perceives me to be, or I'm so smart. I'm too dumb to notice. As I grow up and grow older, I'm still feeling that as well. Like <clears throat> it took me a while to get this podcast really going because it took me three years. Me and my boy, Dre King Leo, of course, we had this dream of doing this and we probably had the tools, but I was not a go getter. I just had the dream and then just let it stay on the shelf because of the fear of failure, because I felt in mostly everything, almost everything that I've done. I failed in employment, my relationships, even at times friendship to the point where a friend of mine will call me a goofy ass goofy-ass nigga. And in thinking about it, 
he was probably right. I was a goofy ass nigga. Nobody would look at me as this person that gets things done because I look so you want to say innocent or meek or no. Granted, I can be mean. Not all the time and sarcastic. My sarcasm is basically my shield. It protects me from all these overlying stuff that surrounds me in the world. But I have to learn to overcome that, push myself forward. I'm not ashamed to say it. If it lose my viewers, if it lose people's interests, then I is what it is. I'm 51 years old. I jumped from different areas in my life. I never had my own. I never had my own place since 2002. I was always jumping from one place to another, even a relationship. I was living with them or just moving in with different people right now. Not ashamed to say it. I rent a room at 51. Starting all over again with no car, no license. And also, do I fear that life has taken its toll or I feel like I am too late to still experience life? Yeah, at times I fear that way. But I also understand that there's a possibilities. There's possibilities out there when you're starting over. Like. Did it take me 51 years to finally decide to make a podcast? Did it come 51 years to realize that I am not this perfect person, a boyfriend, friend, or brother, and all that? Did it take me 51 years to realize that life is not handed to me, handed to me, and that I cannot wait or sit on my ass? Maybe so. But at the end of the day, I'm trying. That's all I can do is try. To accept myself and not be what others want me or what I want others to portray me to be long over. The search in the beginning of a new type of attitude within myself begins. So it starts off with this. It starts off in trying to find a relationship, not with the females or such, but a relationship with myself to really understand who I am, the persona that I am, and am I ready or really ready to embrace this persona because I don't want it to feel all flighty. I feel good about it. And then later on, just go get bored with it and then just go away. Cause it time, it leads to my depression. I learned after the loss of my dad, that, you know, Soon I will have to lead. 
And the shit didn't really get relevant until the loss of somebody who I truly loved. And that was my sister. And I know a lot of people who may get tired of me talking about it or just even mention it. That's just a, a natural part of me. You know, I never thought that this this person who has been with me all my life would leave. Like I felt a whole bunch of abandonment of like, why of all the people in the world, why was she the one that that left? I felt like I didn't have that real strong advice or pusher. Now, granted, there's plenty of people who have said, you need to get up off your ass and do something. You can do this. But it was her that really stuck in my head because we were two different people. And I learned a lot from her, her differences. You know, I saw her grind. I admire her grind. I admire how her mind works. I admired everything. And I just wanted that person in my life to be there always, maybe to the end of time. Sometimes I feel like I didn't deserve to be in this great big world because I didn't leave a legacy. I didn't even get married. And why? Because I felt like I wasn't good enough for the world or the world doesn't deserve a person of my likeness. You know, I always wanted, I always wanted to be the sexy guy. I always wanted to be a person that everybody, everybody likes, adores, or desire. And I strive for it. Sometimes even even more today. I just wanted to feel. I just wanted to feel like when I walk into that room, the eyes all look. But back then, it was like. I walk into a room, I got sneers, I got jeers. People talked about me, but yet smiled in my face. People that called me winners were deep down was calling me a loser. And I know I shouldn't care, but I did care. I cared so much to be accepted. I cared so much just to be recognized that in the end, it wasn't even worth it. And it didn't come evident to me until my recent job. You know, my coworker, who we're now cool with, I guess, we've always got into it. And I'm just this meek, mellow. I'm calm and all. And this person, he was, he was for me from the streets and all, but he was, you know, bigger. To hear the insults and the jeers, it was like, okay, I've heard this from my friends most of the time, but when it got down to the personal shit, it really got to me because let's face it. I didn't know how to fight. I don't fight. I really haven't fought. 
And if I do know I fight, I don't remember it. But that really got to me because I felt like, what if, what this person been saying to me, nothing or nobody, what if he was saying what everybody has been sugarcoating and saying to me all this time? What if those talks, those jeers were the reason why I just try to stay to myself or try to even be pushing myself into different areas that I don't need to be? Sometimes I wonder what would have happened if when I had that heart attack, I stayed in the hospital or never made it. Would the world or would the people that I have associated with, that I have loved, that I've been in relationships with, would they have been better off without me? Better off not even knowing me. I mean, saying I know their life is good, but would have been better if I did not exist in their eyes. Like if I had that, that little Dr. Strange, uh, spell to make everybody forget who I was, would that have made me feel better or would it gave me a chance to really start over and do, do it again? Because let's face it, people, what we've done in the past is what we've done in the past. And I begin to learn that. People are going to remember you for your past. And not many are going to see or try to see what you can do or what you have learned from it. So I'm probably a mark from A to Z to a lot of people from exes to friends and all. And it's hard because you want to, I want to prove to the world. I want to prove to those that I felt wronged or that I've wronged or loved or even loved, or they just got tired. They just got tired of me. This to prove that, yo, I went through all of this and I'm still here and I'm doing good. I'm fuck. I'm even doing better than I expected. And my goals are still going are going up. I want to say this and to end it off with this fear can hold you down, but it also can give you a reason to push. The greatest fear of all to me is the fear of giving up. You know, I know this is a crazy little pod, little episode and all, but I just wanted to put that out there because it was a thought in my mind and I'm learning this whole podcast game. But again, I want to thank everybody or those who actually listen to this for actually hearing me because it's hard to get hurt in a time where 
the people that want to hear you hear you and the people that don't, they just turn a blind eye. So, again, thank you all. We're going to come back with some more episodes in the future. Again, this is Sean. Stone Cold Gentleman Podcast. Peace out.